0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the Dawn of X podcast, the podcast where we talk about the best books in the X-Men line. I'm your host, Nick, accompanied by my wonderful co-host,
1: the one, the only, the white privileged because he wasn't actually thrown in TSA jail. That's right, baby. It's Josh. What's going on, my friend?
0: Free at last. Um. Oh,
1: my, my brother.
0: <laughs> Pretty good, Ooh. man. This is... This is the most excited I've been to talk about X-Men comics in honestly a minute. This stack we have today is fantastic. I think got-
1: I'm with you on this one, man. Because like yeah. when we've been doing this podcast lately with some of these comics, I'm like, I don't even want to talk to my best friend about X-Men. And it's been bumming me out.
0: Yeah. But now, People, if you're listeners, you know how we felt about Judgment Day and X-Men Red We are
1: so in the minority of that, man. We are so in the minority of that. It's weird. I've also seen the same thing. A lot yeah. of like, like I, I like good. I want, awesome. what well, yeah. I mean, I'm I honestly wonder about my like why I didn't, you know, I'm trying to reflect on okay, what was it I truly didn't like about it, you know? And it just you know, I'm working through that. I I'll get back to it on the podcast once I've worked it out.
0: I mean, honestly, I the only thing I can attribute it to is newer young readers aren't as jaded from event after event after event where nothing actually changes.
1: I mean, it could be. It could be a little bit of it, sure.
0: Like, if it's I'm... one of your first Marvel, especially first X-Men events, I'm sure it must have been incredible how it all changed. But when you read the 20th event that almost ends with everything being destroyed and then doesn't, you kind of get over it?
1: Yeah, I mean, but when you think about it, it that's kind of the nature of all action-based <laughs> all comics. things. So... Maybe we need so, to reassess why we read this genre, you know what I mean?
0: Maybe, you never know. So today we are reading issue 9 of Immortal X-Men and okay. issue 8 and 9 of X-Men Red. Three Correct. absolutely fantastic issues. I finally feel like storylines are being resolved and we're getting answers and things are being revealed. And this is fantastic. I uh, feel the
1: same way. I feel that yeah. same way.
0: So before we get into it, a little, um some news to talk about. We exactly. had the In the waft trailer, Mania. Now, anyone who knows my taste in Marvel movies knows I'm not the biggest Ant-Man fan at all. Um, I don't love those movies. I'm very excited about this one because we had a new trailer, which if you haven't watched it, I would actually say don't watch it because I feel like the first trailer is for everyone, including Marvel fans. You know, good teases of what's going to happen. Trailer two is about spoiling the whole damn movie. Really? Anyone who's seen enough movies and knows the gist of how these stories flow, if you watch a second trailer, you see the first, second, and third act in that trailer. Mm. That's just all right. I'm sure there's twists and turns we don't know about, obviously, but the clips they chose to show us like literally i saw a fight between ant-man and kang and i'm like that's the last scene to fight that's the final act fight
1: 100% i mean you got to think though and no offense to marvel movies but you got to you got to assume that they're going to fight though like it's not a big spoiler that they're fighting like
0: no but like they're talking and like it kind of shows the conflict the consequence and the resolution all in one trailer.
1: I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, well,
0: that's and a bummer. A bit weird.
1: Yeah, I but didn't watch. I'm still it. excited. Yeah. I, I. When's that movie come out?
0: In middle of February.
1: Okay. Cool. Yeah, I think I'll. I think I'll go check that one out.
0: Hey, just for Jonathan Majors as Kang, because Kang looks exactly like the comic. And I. Love yeah, it was,
1: that I. I recall seeing something. I don't know if it was from the first trailer or maybe like some image online or something. But yeah, there. There's there. The, the callbacks to the comics in this one seem like they're gonna be pretty fun
0: oh well modok is in this movie and there is a quick scene you see him without his mask and guess what guys if you wanted comic book accuracy now you got it it looks I- fine <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a squished head in a tiny body and it looks weird and i'm nervous to see how it looks on a big screen because it's mm-hmm. only in the and I'm like, I see that face in a tiny body. <laughs> like <laughs> I won't spoil who it is, but it's someone you know. <laughs> Uh-oh. But uh um, like you mean
1: like an actor or like a character character. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, also last night, Angela Bassett won her second Golden Globe for Black Panther. That's fucking cool.
1: I didn't really I and forgot yeah. that it was the second one. Yeah, I heard that she won. That's fucking cool.
0: Yeah. She for anyone who's seen Black Panther or Wakanda Forever. A hundred percent deserved it. Both her and Suri were amazing in that movie. And when it comes to like, my friends, have asked me, like, what's your favorite Marvel movie or superhero movie last year? And like, I never add Wakanda forever because like, it's just different. It's not a superhero movie per se. It's, yeah. You know, but um, yeah, that's awesome for her. She's always been an underrated actress. So I love that and x-men related news we have sins of sinister creeping up
1: yeah that's next month right that's in february
0: next month and we have like three tie-ins i forgot what they're called but they're they're different tie-ins they're taking the place of books or they're just going to be separate books though
1: yeah i'm not sure i gotta i gotta check in on this because i gotta know how i need to update my pool list you know what i mean
0: yeah i was actually thinking that today when i when i read or last night when i read the issue um Yeah. yeah speaking of sins of sinister Let's get right into it
1: with boom, boom, boom.
0: Immortal X-Men number nine. This is a trippy ass issue. because It's kind of for the perspective of Kitty and kind of from the perspective of Sinister.
1: It's Kate now. Thank you very much.
0: Kate. Um, So we start off with Kate at the council meeting, kind of narrating what's happening. Sebastian Shaw is day drinking. Exodius is pissed off that they're letting humans uh, use the resurrection protocol. And Katie makes a fair point. Hey, we're helping sick children. You know, we're being really selective of what we do. I love that it's the Phoenix Foundation, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Which that's is nice. a, which is something that came out of Judgment Day. So it's not like there aren't repercussions. <laughs> you know, like if there are continuing storylines. That's that's a plus.
0: Yeah, thankfully. So then, as they're debating about everything, Sinister walks in a little bit late. Everyone's kind of looking at him. And then immediately Destiny says, Exodus, Exodus or Zodia. So why can't I say it? Exodus. Exodus. And he says, Yes. Nathaniel's about to kill Hope. <laughs> he just yells, what? You spoil sport. And then Exodus just explodes sinister.
1: Fucking amazing, amazing fucking open. And before we go any further, I want to just say, I fucking love the art.
0: Um, Oh my God, the art's fantastic.
1: Locus Wernock is the Locus. Lucas. Lucas Lucas Wernock. Sorry, I don't know. uh, Is the artist. Y'all
0: can't read today. It's fine. (laughs)
1: We're all having troubles with the letters. You know what I mean? But yeah, fucking art and color and all of it is so fucking phenomenal.
0: So keep in mind, Sinister was just about to pull out a gun (laughs) to kill her. Um, you know, a super, you know, mutant power taking gun, whatever. I think it's the same gun that was used on, on Moira, right?
1: Um, yeah. I, oh, was that the gun? I thought I didn't know if that or was it like meant to be a real gun, but yeah, either way.
0: Um, so he's exploded. Kate says, What's going on? And then we see Moira six, death one. So then after that. We cut back to before and how Destiny is saying, hey, we were good together. As long as you stay on my side, everything's cool. And then he asked about her being judged. She was. And then he says, I wasn't. And he's very upset about that. He
1: is having feelings about not being judged. My man yeah. is not at the center of the story and he is not comfortable with it.
0: And he openly says he is the most important person. This will not stand.
1: I mean as we're about to find out he ain't wrong
0: this is when shit gets insane this is when I had flashbacks like I guess this is like the groundhog day episode
1: yeah yeah it's a pretty it's a violent it's a more violent groundhog day for sure but yeah yeah oh
0: definitely (laughs) so basically the gist of this issue is that Sinister is detonating Moira's every time he fails his fail safe is if he dies the Moira detonates and resets but he can't detonate certain ones or he'll go too far back.
1: And he specifically, again, calling back to judgment day, doesn't want to go back to pre-judgment day, which is the last time he would go back to, because that yes. was that was too hard for him.
0: So let's get to on this adventure. Uh he goes to try again, gets blown up, we see blood on the floor immediately. Then we get a chart
1: of But do we do we recall sorry if i if i'm forgetting in this plot do we recall so his plot we we find out is to murder hope or somebody like why is he trying to murder people on the council do we know what his scheme is yet or that's that's i always, don't
0: think you know. we know exactly what his scheme is we know he mainly okay. wants to kill hope because he actually prioritizes who to kill
1: yeah and the hope top is
0: ones are destiny hope and xavier so i don't yeah. think we actually know his plan his okay actual plan.
1: just making sure i didn't like miss over it or something
0: unless i did too sorry if we did guys um so he tries again of course and um the second one walks in and his head has exploded immediately he's getting frustrated he realizes no matter what he does he just dies he's been his eyes poked out by emma frost Um, When they tried to psychically read his mind, his head had a self-destruct in case it happened.
1: Yeah, and he's he's losing every time because he's not fast enough to stop Destiny from warning somebody to kill him.
0: Yes. Sometimes he'll kill a few people, but he always dies. Um, My favorite panels are the one where um, Sinister's wearing battle armor and carrying weapons and killed him. Uh, Hope took Storm's powers and fried him. What's going on? Sinister wallowed in in the door wearing battle armor and carrying a weapon that's that shame that would shame Cable and killed Hope. Then Storm fried him. He sighed. What's going on? (laughs) And like I love he just coming in like then like Celestial tech isn't working and then he just says oh fuck it it's not working. And then he
1: he dies. (laughs) He tries three separate times to use bigger and bigger battle armor. Like it's so There it is. Sinister
0: came in wearing battle armor, carrying the biggest gun I'd see in my life. Which immediately started fizzling out. <laughs> Start hearing about the dumb celestial tech, and then put a smaller gun against his head and pulled the trigger. Put a smaller gun against this. What is going on? He turned himself into a giant squid at one point. Yes. And then we get. The similar layout page but just all of Sinister's frustration. Why won't they just die? Impossible woman circled around destiny.
1: And now he's on but he's on the final Moira like the final life of this Moira before he had his only other choice is to go back pre-judgment day.
0: Yeah, so she does not want to do but like I think with Storm put I give up. <laughs> like, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah you just can't beat storm
0: so he's frustrated right now he doesn't know what to do he turns around he has a little model set of the council yeah that his cyclops cat will sometimes chew on yeah earl that talks apparently and then he turns around and says someone's saying i'll murder you essex it's dark beast he has the, the head dark beast yep. in a tank and then he goes uh, uh sinister says nope dark beast you'd be sad if it came out anyway you're never you're not even the darkest beast anymore
1: that's pretty fucking cool <laughs> that one that one made me chuckle that one made me chuckle
0: so finally oh also before we keep going um we have not been reading x-force but i have heard that beast has been doing some very bad things behind the scenes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's de- yeah. It's I might creepy. I might try to check out the lat look. Try to catch up on it maybe a little bit.
0: Yeah. Um. So finally we get to the last attempt, which I guess is really good because he basically puts a bomb in his own brain. So when people psychically connect with him, they just blow up essentially. <laughs> but because Exodus and Hope
1: are uh, invulnerable, I'm trying to remember what he added. He added hope hope is only hope is only vulnerable right now because she's borrowing exodus's powers yes so once he's gone she's not vulnerable anymore
0: yes so basically he blows up exodus by mixing the powers of gambit and uh henry leonard who was on the hellfire club i believe he was the one who can control gravity
1: yeah he can make himself bigger or
0: yeah, he controls mass. And weight
1: and weight. Oh, yeah, yeah, not bigger. Yeah, yeah, he controlled mass. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, So then blew up Exodus. Like, there's a lot of death in this issue.
1: There's is truly a lot of death Blowing in this Blowing
0: up. And now that Exodus is dead, Hope is vulnerable, and then he shoots her, which also, also in, like implodes her and opens her whole body up in a graphic way.
1: Yeah, it, it is some graphic art.
0: And then he bamps away at the very end. Which leads everyone to say, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and can we bring back hope? We don't know. We really needed her to do this resurrection protocol. What are we doing? And then finally I said, you know what? Let's go get him and hopefully stick him in the hole in the pit.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this is this is a very much a, an exciting setup to the sins of sinister, I think.
0: Yes. Um
1: five x's like this is yeah insane five x's for me as well this is uh this was a very enjoyable book i cannot wait to see where this book particularly goes but also i can't wait to see what the fuck is about to happen in this sins of sinister shit it's gonna be crazy
0: because this has to be his ultimate plan now
1: oh yeah yeah
0: but he's still sticking to that dr stasis he doesn't not really know what's that about
1: yeah, it, it definitely seems like he's he's he calls him a pretender or a defect or something like a lesser than. Like, he's he definitely seems bothered by it.
0: Yeah, but we don't really know why yet. I just feel like we know there was four containment or like tubes, whatever, that all yeah. had so there's four sinisters out there that have escaped.
1: That's true. He well, I guess he's and but we one. Met two. Right? Yeah,
0: we only know about two. Yeah, look at the Forge.
1: Maybe, maybe.
0: All right. Next up, we got issue eight of X Men Red, and I will say a book we gave a little shit to. The last, I think, two issues didn't really feel like they read properly. They they felt different. They felt like they were forced to fit within the narrative of this Judgment Day event.
1: So I, I think maybe that's why we have a a bad taste of of it because I think the tie ins all felt a little forced.
0: Yes, like true. I felt
1: if it was like the main story was probably if you just read that straight probably all right you know what I mean
0: at least main story and like immortal
1: yeah that's true that one didn't that one did matter a lot too
0: but also it's the same writer that makes sense you know
1: I mean it was the same writer for a lot of the like he t- took over a lot of them so
0: I mean the main story and immortal yeah you know? yeah
1: yeah that's right yep yep yeah you're right. yeah that's probably what it was maybe we just got so sidetracked by the sidetracks that we lost sight of we couldn't see the forest for the trees what i'm saying man (laughs) anyway let's get to x-men red eight yes Uh, please and we are despite our our bad taste from the the judgment day tie-ins i feel like we are very much now back on track uh we open we open meeting a a character named zen i'm gonna pronounce it (laughs) um sure uh they are they are talking to uh what did he call himself oh man like, he had a good name that rabbit so he's she's talking to a, uh, a cyborg rabbit and somebody who looks a lot like he-man when she even calls him the prince of power at one point um he looks like a commandy oh blackjack blackjack o'hare is his name
0: do you know so, commandy from
1: dc no not really
0: okay i'll send you a picture continue
1: all right Anyway, so Zen is having this communication with these, these other mercenaries and discussing the, you know, peace is kind of bad for business sometimes and, you know, whatnot. When um, in walks Cable and one of the um araco named Korra, and they basically, who is who happens to be Zen's sister, and they come to her with a proposition that she uses her mutant gift and this uh, very special, very strong blade she owns, uh, and help and help them assassinate Abigail Brand. That's right. We're back with Abigail Brand and her Mecha to take over the universe. I guess I she's out of control. This Abigail Brand dude, she's out of control. She has. Too many plans. She's got plans on plans, but we're going to find out she ain't the only one with plans <laughs> on plans. Oh boy, I love this issue. Nope. So we we go to Araco. <laughs> we're in the diplomatic zone. We have a meeting between the Shi'ar Empire, the Kree-Skrull Alliance and representatives of the Soul system and the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Soul, which I believe they are calling Earth now, um, is represented by one of our X-Men friends, Frenzy. And the man... Yeah, that's
0: been man. a thing in sci-fi. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Yeah, but like, yeah. they don't... Star call Trek, it- I think they use that. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. I just like that no one else referred... Yeah, they really... Like, no, oh, this is the name we call it. That's pretty cool. I don't think I've seen that before. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, Nova is there representing the Guardians of the Galaxy. So, uh, they're all... Uh, meeting amongst themselves and we find out that uh abigail brand is also somehow watching this she has cameras i guess there or something um for all we know they're little tiny mutants that she's forced to psychically project this stuff to her um, <laughs> she's out of control uh but the representative from the Cree scroll alliance uh piebock i believe is how it's pronounced payback oh payback payback it's payback get it Uh,
0: oh okay
1: it's payback anyway (laughs) so payback is is telling um super guardian of the of the shiar our friends from the shiar um about the time that the kree command was given bad information about some some terrorists that when they descended and slaughtered all these people they thought were terrorists, I guess they uh found out their intelligence was wrong and it was actually um like a refuge or a hospital or something, I think it was a hospital and it's like that, a rehab clinic
0: kind of thing, yeah. yeah,
1: some kind of thing like that. And that um that it he was about to tell him who would do such a thing when Xandra and and Deathbird come walking in and Xandra announces. We did Super Guardian. It was the Shi'ar Empire <laughs> being the Shi'ar Empire and fighting sure, yeah. people against each other so that we could prevail and take more power. And Xandra is about to embark on a mission of basically... I haven't been keeping up with Marauders, and I think that's where some of the story is happening. Um, Yeah. But she is regaling them of this is one of the ten shames that she has now learned about that she is seeking to make right and she says that she intends to make that right with this with the cree and paybock basically is like oh i'd love to see how you plan to make that fucking better and, and so while this is happening and we know abigail's watching there's another crew in route or having their own mission i should say and that is the crew of Cable, Cora, Wizkid, Zen, Thunderbird, and oh my god his name just flew the fuck out of my head. Manifold. Um yeah. Manifold and this crew is the crew of Abigail's up to some shit. We found here's the dirt we found on her, which is basically she's working with Orcus and trying to play everybody against each other and we don't know why and we're trying to find out. These motherfuckers want revenge. Cable also knows that she's behind his uh, techno-organic virus being stolen by those progenitors, which, again, I believe also happened during Judgment Day, so I guess, you know, maybe it's, again, maybe this is on us. Hmm. And they use his uh, now-resurrected techno-organic virus to kind of like a a symbiote, find its it's clone. It's it's other half wherever it is in the universe, and using... Did you just
0: find a third way to say symbiant,
1: symbiote, symbian, symbiote. Symbiot.
0: Okay, symbiote. <laughs> He's a symbiote, and I've seen, I've heard symbiote, and I'm like. Fucking everyone just picked, in the Venom movie. They, they said it like two different ways in the movie.
1: I I could not for the life of you. Tell me how I just said it. And I cannot tell you for the life of me how I will say it next time. <laughs> <All> right, <continue. laughs> so uh, everyone just be prepared. Um, so using a uh, mutant circuitry powers, uh, manifold is able to locate this other part of the techno organic virus and fold the universe around them in their spaceship, and bring them there.
0: I love it. He's, like, low-key the best teleporter.
1: Dude, he is low-key probably an Omega, right? Like,
0: he has to be close if he just took them beyond the known galaxy to get to this weird other space.
1: I mean, it kind of sound they, they uh, talk a lot in this book about the space between galaxies, so uh, he might have to he might be doing that.
0: And we'll get to, the, I'll mention it later when we get to it, but there's some other stuff that people who are interested in is biology.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. <clears throat> so they get ready to, to manifold themselves inside this, this planet type thing that they've discovered, but WizKid has to stay with the, uh, with the vehicle because WizKid, um, made it and knows how it works and no one else does. So them's the brakes kid and so and he wants to call it the bebop too <laughs> or the brett anderson which is the lead singer of uh, early 90s uh brit pop band Sweet. oh <laughs> or suede i mean um
0: so question so, for What's up? is this planet the same as warlocks people
1: um no i, I don't know? believe so okay i so This is where the progenitors are and some other, like I think mystery place. like where is this mystery place? They, when they land here, they discover that they, whoever these mystery people are, they've taken his techno organic virus and they're studying it. They've cloned it. I think he even said they're like trying to, to do some scientific shit and they discover these three, uh, progenitors but they're like stuck inside these coffins and they're like all right it's probably okay if we don't if we don't wake them up so let's just keep keep moving they discover some footage of their evil plan because i of course it was was recorded yeah, and it's the first thing you find at 100 and so these these progenitors are are saying that they're talking over some creature that they've manipulated and taken, overlaid a hint of good over his true evil self. And when the time comes, you will be revealed and you will turn on your people. It will be a, the a Trojan horse, basically, of a of a weapon. And they discover that that's that very secret weapon, that very Trojan horse, is none other than our uh, Vulcan, who we know... Okay. Abigail has her little fingers all up inside. That sounds disgusting, yeah, but you know what I mean. A
0: little bit, yeah. But okay, when this moment happened, I audibly gaffed. I was in the I was in the back seat uh, in a car, and like I was like, "Oh shit, it's those three guys!" <laughs> like,
1: exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh shit! And I'm like, this is all coming together from that fucking random issue of X Men from two years ago.
1: I love it, dude. I love it. <laughs> I do, I do love things like this, and I think X Men, and again, I mostly read X Men, so I, I'm I'm talking out my ass on this one, but I think X Men does that better than than most comics out there. When X Men yes. is at its best,
0: yes, for sure.
1: Um, and so, as they discover this this evil plan, uh, a new creature emerges from the floor and says, "You keep calling these things the progenitors." But I think what you mean to say, Mister Summers, so he knows who the fuck uh, Cable is, so he's probably yes. omnipotent. <laughs> let's be honest. Um, is my progenitors? He lords over these. Cre- he is the master creator, it seems, of of all of this. And so we're back at the diplomatic zone uh, again. Payback is uh, talking about pay- payback if you will, um, with Xander. Um, And as this happens, as he's about to say, like, what the fuck are you going to do to make it right? In comes Vulcan with all the power of the sun once again calling (laughs) him, saying, your king has returned, and I'm just going to murder all of you. And uh, that's how the story ends. And then we have wouldn't be modern day X-Men without a good data page. We have another beyond eyes only, above top secret, Abigail Brand um, note to self, which is basically laying out her evil plan, which was... Not
0: gonna lie, didn't read all of it.
1: Okay. It basically lays out the plot because it's been so long, but basically... Yeah, it's I skipped it. Yeah, it's, it's how she's, she's gotten to where she is and at the very end of it, it says mission accomplished.
0: And yeah. that But her sitting in a chair with um Metalo, Mentalo, whatever his name is.
1: Oh yeah, she's she's watching all of this unfold. The final scene is how we're watching all of this unfold saying with with Mentalo saying, and that is Checkmate. Or check and mate or something like that. And I'm
0: just like I'm reading going like, Holy shit, that's good. Like that's five X's, baby. Five X's, and it's that moment you go, Next issue, next issue. Like making me happy I waited to have the next issue next to me. Speaking of which, Issue 9 of X-Men Red.
1: Issue 9 of X-Men Red.
0: So we know Abigail's been talking to Xavier, and there's a little page about his opinion about things going on with with Vulcan and being resurrected, and how he feels that, well, Morocco needs another Omega-level mutant. I'm not used to telepathic surgery. It's a complex matter. And I love this little bit where he's just like, I would never go into the brain of someone else. And then later on, unless I absolutely had to, of course. Yeah, I find it just laughable that have all people, he's going to have to put that little note in of like, I would never manipulate someone's mind. And it's like, we know for a fucking fact you would. Someone's going to reference that in like two pages.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, loved, I love it because it's his his justification to himself. It's it's very internal of like no I'm the good guy here and like all the while very much like I know I know this sounds bad but I I I'm the good guy here. <laughs> so I was a little
0: confused. Is this when Vulcan was killed on Araco? Yes. Okay, just making sure. So basically, we have everyone around waiting to resurrect Vulcan. Everyone's a little uneasy about it, a little unsure. And there's even a little moment when Cyclops is like, yeah, usually Emma resurrects me. And Havoc's like, I'm not even, no. I'm
1: not, I'm no. not touching that.
0: I'm not touching that. No, there's something else going on. And I, that's your business. Like, I really like that moment. And while it's happening, it's like, he's not hatching. Well, what do you mean not hatching? Well, maybe it's a kitty situation. Let me just like try and touch the egg and kind of give it a little nudge. And then he just explodes out. And they're like, wait a minute. Did you give him back his memories? And Xavier, like he just took it from me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fucking wild, man.
0: So far, that is only the second time we know that's happened. Because that happened with Legion also. Yeah. Where he just yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, he one hundred percent just brought himself back. Um, in both issues, uh the last one, this one, I love some of the full page spreads. And like this resurrected his body burning and like fire coming off it. And it's like, it's happening now. I'm here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good.
0: So we cut back to the council area, and everyone's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I, this is bad. You can't do this shit. Like, you've already fucked up enough. And it's like, did any of you know he was even alive? And some are like, yeah, but, you know, Mutant said he was cool now, so we thought he was cool now. He's obviously not. And Nova's like, we need to take care of this right now. And everyone's like, doesn't really know how to react. He's calling himself the emperor. The emperor is back. He's being his regular self again. And as someone jumped into the cosmic, the modern cosmic stories with War of Kings, when he went to war with the Inhumans and everything went crazy, that storyline is so good. That book is so good. And I remember all the psychotic shit he did, especially when he wore like his grand armor and everything like that. And like Black Bolt had to blow him up with a sonic boom, and like he still fucking survived. Yeah. So he's hard to kill. And he takes the energy that Gladiator uses, his self-confidence is basically energy. And he's like, I can take energy. So he just absorbs the energy out of Gl- uh, gladiator. And now he's shriveled up and falls on the ground. And a fight ensues. Of course, the fight is not going well. In the meantime, the other fight. With um what's his name? The god thing.
1: I don't um have a name? I don't think it ha- I don't think it said its name. It just said that it was the
0: leader of the progenitors. Yeah. So as they're fighting him, barely, um, they eventually win, win and he's like, Oh, okay, the orb itself is like, oh, okay, interesting. Good to know. And rise, my heralds. And the progenitors are now free, and they literally look at manifold and just dismantle him to see his insides because like that guy is powerful. Yeah, that's a pretty cool guy. So that that's a more since the beginning of sword, they've always come back around to focusing that manifold is more powerful than he thinks, mm-hmm. and that's definitely setting up for something major. Because he said many a million times that, like, well, I don't know if I can get us back, and they're all like, "Dude, you are stronger. Trust me. Like, you're, we have faith you're gonna get us back because you're really strong.
1: You'll find a way. Yeah. Yeah, Like, yeah. They were like, I saw you transport an entire spaceship. You're okay.
0: Yeah. So we cut back to the fight happening in the council area, and basically Vulcans kicking their ass. It's not going great. They're not sure what to do. And he's just like, by the way, Deathbird, where's our daughter? And they're like, oh, safely away from all. Of- I know this is earlier, but I'm bringing it up now. Let's go. Safely away from us. So, like, they're dropping these story beats. I'm like, they're definitely going to come back around for different reasons in different ways. Like, oh, I got yeah. a secret daughter. What were you going to say?
1: Oh, I said for sure this is going to play play a role here.
0: So as he's kicking everyone's ass, he's about to kill the leader of the Shi'ar Empire, Psyche, in another beautiful splash page.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Our boy, Sunspot, Roberto, just sitting there. Fortunately, I rule, he says. (laughs) Then we get his data page. Much simpler to read, of course. And I'll let you cover this. Uh, You have Uh to.
1: Okay, so first, the reason I pointed out the last title of the data page, which again, I want to remind you what Abigail Brand's data page is called. Her page is called, sorry, I should have had this better prepared, her page is Above Top Secret Beyond Eyes Only. His is, I'm Roberto DaCosta and you're not, so stop reading my secret files. (laughs) Fucking love it, fucking love it. Um, Please
0: go over his, his data page because so I, I know I thought page,
1: of you the whole time his data page is a mirror image if you will of hers which which is his his plan from start to finish but unlike his plan or unlike hers we didn't see it all happen so uh, this was fun to learn some of this um, first thing he's got to do much like our girl Lizzo is, is check his reflection his style remains vital in style remains vital in these matters and he's incredibly handsome so good check one phase one he's
0: failed he's failed to grow a mustache
1: (laughs) he's failed to grow a mustache, but phase one is still considered a success so let's move on yes Uh, now he's gotta work out brand's next move she wants to expand uh soul's influence but why what's she doing what's what's she's up to something phase three what would i do if i were evil (laughs) <laughs> and so uh, he's like oh, okay I'd, I'd start a nice little war between these systems oh shit phase <laughs> four he figures uh, he'd it out start
0: a nice little star war
1: yeah start a nice little star Wars how he calls it yes uh basically he'd go like he's like all right who would i pick i'd get you know i'd mess with the shiar empire i would do this so he figures it out because you know he's just as smart as abigail and he's like all right so I've, But what if I was evil like she is? And now he figures, all right, what am I going to do? The non-evil version. And uh, (laughs) I have a vital hot tub at 3 p.m. Just pull something out of the files. Fake my death and jump out of my own coffin. No, not feeling that today. The Red Lagoon was a giant robot all along. Construction isn't finished. The present slash Empress is me. The Empress is me and an image inducer. Boom. That's the one I'm going to do. Phase 5, hot tub. No secrets in a hot tub.
0: Amazing.
1: Fucking no notes. Perfect how it is. Even the TSA couldn't detain that shit.
0: (laughs) So basically, he just does a major bluff and tells Vulcan, we both absorb solar energy. Let's see who's hotter. And Vulcan just like, shit.
1: Because he... because when Vulcan was still holding back his power when he was still in Trojan horse form, they had that fight that the Sunspot won. Yeah. But so like, he's just like but now he he's Omega. Yeah. Like now he's <laughs> Omega level Vulcan. So
0: oh, and Deathbird openly tells him he would have killed you. And He's like, I still won, and I'd still be hotter either way. <laughs> he's
1: like, obviously, but even so, I'm better looking.
0: And also, it immediately made me go back to um to New Mutants when he was hitting on Deathbird all the time.
1: Yeah, and they like it came up at one point that they did start dating. Oh, did they? Yeah, there was like I think it came out in like maybe an annual or something, but like they were like kind of dating or whatever, and she like called called in a favor or something like that. I don't remember, but <laughs> yes, yeah, so at one point they were having. A relationship, if you will, on the side. Of I think sorts. it was it, of sorts. I think it was very much Deathbird just, you know, doing whatever she wants and Roberto da Costa assuming she must be madly in love with him.
0: Yeah. And then we end this book a great cliffhanger of Vulcan flying back to Araco, jumping into like burning a hole into the palace. And he's just like, time to take this shit over. I'm so done with all these people. I'm going to fuck up everyone. Oh, really? Says another beautiful splash page of
1: Storm. Storm is not having that shit. Storm is here to lay down the boot. Like in X Men, in the last X Men, one thing I did not mention was Storm was absent from this diplomatic meeting, which was noted, but she did not give a reason why she was absent. We now know. <laughs>
0: exactly this is all planned and i fucking love it by the x-men of this planet of Araco, the x-men red
1: the the brotherhood isn't that what they're called The
0: oh yeah they're the brotherhood and technically abigail's
1: (laughs) the x-men yeah
0: (laughs) um five x's again
1: five x's no doubt no doubt
0: three five x's in a row because that was awesome
1: that's so many x's we just had man yeah that's 15X's on this show alone. <laughs> this might be in the um, first 15X podcast.
0: Well, maybe, maybe, because just like everything was firing all cylinders. We're getting to the point in the reveals and like I even texted you after. I'm like, if you want, we can just read issue 10 of X Men Red and get that now. <laughs> but yeah, but I,
1: I hadn't been book. to the story. Yeah, I hadn't been to the story yet.
0: Um, but yeah, like wild stuff. I can't wait to see how I'm assuming the next issue is like the conclusion of this storyline. It has to be.
1: Yeah, I don't it, it, if it isn't it's going to feel probably maybe a little dragged out at this point.
0: Random question. What's Abigail's power again?
1: I don't know. I don't remember.
0: I don't know. I just thought I'm like, what does she do? <laughs> like other I, truly,
1: than... I truly don't. Right?
0: remember. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'll, I'll look it up while we get to our next topic, which is x-men episode four i can't remember the name deadly something
1: deadly reunions
0: deadly reunions i have one question for you before we get into this review
1: hit me up what does magneto's helmet do again so my thought all right (laughs) so we're gonna all right dear listener if you haven't watched it go go watch it come back We'll, we'll be here um because I, I think the only way to handle this is in, is it like just all over the place. I, I like I don't yeah. know if I can go, go in a sequential order for this wild ass shit. Um, I'll, I'll try. I'll, I'll bring us back around. But yeah, oh. his helmet. At one point, at one point in this story, <laughs> Xavier at multiple points at mo- shoots uh, shoots his telepathy. I love the way they show telepathy in the goddamn oh, yeah. cartoon. Shoots his telepathy through Magneto's helmet. So here's what I'm gonna tell myself. Uh-huh. this is when magneto is like i need to get a better helmet like at this point <laughs> at this point the helmet was just for fashion <laughs>
0: the then <decoration. laughs> yeah,
1: then he goes and finds a use for it
0: so we open up this episode uh Sabretooth is still um held captive by the x-men oh yeah a
1: guest he's a guest he's a yeah. Ge- uh, he's a he's a cat he's a captive audience if you will yes for um for xavier <laughs> Um,
0: I'm just going to say right now, I'm really happy I wasn't high when I watched this because the opening of this episode is trippy as fuck.
1: Yeah, it is, man. It's Xavier basically berating Sabretooth in his brain. He's like, <laughs> let me in. Why won't you let me heal you, Sabretooth? What are you afraid of? These
0: monsters?
1: Big deal. What are you afraid of? Why are you keeping me away? And like, and all the while, like Sabretooth is going through these... like. Like he's trapped in a cage and all these people are laughing at him but then they turn into monsters and then I think he gets set on fire or something at one point yeah. and then he, <laughs> then he locks himself inside a literal like steel box so that Xavier can't get in and Xavier <laughs> though at one point starts pounding on the wall but even, even in the cartoon where he's floating in the astral plane his legs kind of dangling away <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, man, he can't even use his legs in the astro plane yet. He's not that good.
0: So after that, I really felt bad for Wolverine episode again because they keep shutting him up when he's like, dude, I'm telling you, this guy's dangerous. Well, you used to be dangerous, and look at you now. And it's
1: like, motherfucker, that's different. Like, <laughs> it just is. I like I'm with you, man. Like Wolverine should be like, okay, I get, I get that you see a similarity. I'm a teammate and a friend of all. I live with all of you. Can you We're trust cool together. me? Can you trust me just a fucking little bit here that I might know what I'm talking about?
0: Like, could he have been like, this dude finds me every birthday and beats the shit
1: out of me? Like, Right? Like, he even tells him, like, oh, our misunderstanding was he killed some friends of mine. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "Well, who amongst us?" Wolverine, be an asshole! <laughs> like, it's fucking insane.
0: So, in the meantime, uh, Magneto is trying to lure Xavier out in the public, and he goes to like a—I don't know—a a,
1: a chemical factory. He just goes yeah, to a generic an chemical, unspec- factory Again, remember chemicals. this is a children's cartoon, so it makes one hundred percent that, like, oh yeah, we'll just go splash some chemicals around. That's scary.
0: Yeah, that's what you do. And honestly, so far, I think I'll say ahead of time, I think this is the best episode so far because it felt like you were flipping through a comic
1: Dude, it truly like honestly, I kind of feel that way a lot. But yeah,
0: it, it's... it does. Yeah. But like just scenes of like, oh, let's look at uh, Sabretooth's past and you just get glimpses and stuff that we understand as comic book readers. And I'm like, man, they just showed us like the uh, the not X-Force, the uh, Task Force X. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it was called back then. And it's like, oh, well, there's Maverick and there's his characters that I'm never going to see again. But like you're giving us these little details, these little nuggets. Yeah, like.
1: I mean, at some, I do kind of remember at some point during the cartoon, Maverick comes back around. Yeah, we, I, I vividly remember
0: a whole thing about like finding Lady Deathstrike and finding his origins and getting flashbacks and stuff like that.
1: That all sounds familiar, too. Yeah. So
0: now the team of Cyclops, Rogue and Storm are fighting Magneto. And eventually my needle drops like a like a brick wall on Storm, and we don't know yet. And I don't think they even explained it that she's claustrophobic.
1: I think there was in episode one, the I remember like uh, a Sentinel like hits some brick wall and some like bricks come down on her, and yeah. they flash back real quick to her just being little doing the same thing and that's it i don't think they explain like yeah they
0: didn't explain (laughs) but like
1: they show that it's like oh she has this fear so we know she has a fear
0: (laughs) but so far like a fear of falling walls pretty good pretty
1: good i mean it makes sense that i would be afraid of you know being buried alive yes i get it
0: yeah so in the meantime cyclops already been knocked out and i forgot like something about electricity and magnetism he has a line about that and like shoots it back at Cyclops, and he's knocked out, and Rogue tries to give him mouth to mouth, and is still like surprised she gets his powers.
1: She's a little bit surprised, um, a little bit um, flirting with him as she's about to like try to save his life. Like, okay, just give him CPR. Like, you again, and you guys. Flirty after. And then, flirty, <laughs> like, oh, we got, we got to do that again sometime. What me get shot with lightning bolts, and then you have to restart <laughs> magnetic <my heart>? lightning. <laughs> You, like oh you want to restart my heart again okay all right let's do that again let's do that again also where was Jean who knows she was banging okay, I'm not somebody.
0: crazy she wasn't in the episode right no
1: one hundred percent she was not in that episode
0: that's wild she, she was just
1: gone she, they just wrote my girl off
0: weird um, they also, mentioned her they did um and then we had Xavier be like oh fuck it I'll go take care of myself. And... Jubilee's like, I guess I'm watching this crazy guy. And he's Whoa. like,
1: Get Ex- close. <laughs> Xavier 100% is like, oh, I gotta go take care of this. Jubilee, you'll be in charge of Sabretooth, but be careful. He, he's still dangerous. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> She's like 16 years old, and as me as a child watching this, this is her fourth day with you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> She's not mentally ready to help, help someone captive. Like, it's not.
1: <laughs> Especially this dude who is like, what, like over six feet tall, probably like six, five who legitimately looks like a monster and has killed multiple people that you know of. And he has claws. He's claws.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So back to the fight and Magneto's like, where the fuck are you, Charles? And he hovers down, which for some reason made me laugh. And um,
1: every scene with him fighting Magneto made me
0: laugh. Oh, 100%. And he starts like, trying to pierce his mind and, like, shoot mental energy or whatever at him. And then eventually <laughs> Magneto just like, oh, wait a minute, I control metal. Let me just throw you out of that seat.
1: Yeah, he 100 throws <laughs> he him on the grass.
0: Flops. He just flops down. <laughs> it was pretty funny.
1: Was um, fun.
0: You know, like you would normally do. And I, I love this moment because Magneto's like, you're never going to see things my way and you're weak time to kill you and he's like oh you're gonna kill me time to give you flashbacks of the holocaust
1: his his one his move was to make his one-time friend remember (laughs) the fucking holocaust that he was in that he saw his parents get murdered in Jesus, Charles is the absolute fucking worst.
0: Wait, wait, wait. In his defense, he was about to get murdered.
1: (laughs) But still, you could make him, you could literally just control his brain and tell him not to do what he's about to do. You don't have to make him remember the Holocaust.
0: Jesus Christ. Right after, though.
1: as a kid you don't know it's the holocaust. They don't say it's the yes. holocaust, but you see him, he's a little kid being beaten the fuck out of by, <laughs> by like troopers, like by like <sighs> people with rifles and in and, and, and uh, like army gear. Like oh my god. It's clear that Can't like laugh and, as much but it's terrible. And we and you just told us in the last episode that his country was invaded uh. by somebody. So like that's fucked up, man.
0: It's wild, but the moment what made me laugh even harder was the moment when Magneto's like, Charles, why? No, stop. Well not why. You said you were gonna kill him.
1: <laughs> there, there's a why, but the the But again, <laughs> why this, Charles? There are other things pick.
0: <laughs> Holy shit.
1: Um,
0: yeah, that escalated quickly. One hundred percent. And we're already in a burning there- chemical building
1: there there's blame on both sides i understand but i'm just saying it's pretty (laughs) fucked up for the good guy supposed to be the good guy
0: (laughs) oh my god um and that's not even the ending so then we cut back to the mansion because my needle's like i guess i'm gonna leave now because i need to cry
1: he's Uh... like i have to get away from you you're going to make me commit suicide (laughs) You are reminding me of the time my parents were taken from me. <laughs> anyway.
0: Uh, um, so then we have, we cut back to the mansion where Jubilee's like checking on Sabertooth. And he's like, oh my God, my arm is so tight in here. And, you know, someone will go, good, you're a prisoner. Um, Jubilee's just like, oh man, let me check on that for you. Let me loosen it up so you can let it heal. I'll get you some ointment to let it heal. And
1: let me tell you why she does this. Let me tell you why she's like, oh... Your arm is itchy. Let me have pity on you, because that's what Charles Xavier has been telling her. We must respect everybody. We must be above sure. the board. And then he goes and does that. That's why Jubilee becomes more of a Wolverine ga- gal. One hundred percent. It's a gal,
0: but uh, <laughs> yeah. So she loosens up his his uh brace, whatever, and of course he gets out grabs her by the neck and is like, I'll fucking kill you. I really don't care. I've I'm going to murder you. I'm like, I'm a murderer who enjoys it, so let me... And out. I
1: was sent here by Magneto to take murder you, Xavier.
0: maybe? Yeah. He said take over the mansion, but that's so vague. Oh, no,
1: like, yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah, he was going to, I think maybe find where they were or something like that because he yeah. knew, he knew, he, was, he knew Charles Xavier's sappy ass would take me in. <laughs>
0: So then in the middle of like the struggle, Wolverine's like, motherfucker, I'm glad I didn't walk too far. I knew you were a piece of shit. And they start fighting. And <laughs> I love that Xavier immediately walks in going, Wolverine, I told you, you can't do this. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? He was literally about to kill her. Jubilee's like, on the ground still. Read, read the room. Instead of reading minds, read the room <laughs> and see what's going on. And eventually he's like, oh, snap, you're right. That's not cool. And then Jubilee shoots fireworks out of her hands so hard, it blew Sabertooth, a giant man, through a metal wall and a brick wall.
1: Yeah. Duh.
0: (laughs) And then he's like, that's enough of this. And then he runs away.
1: <laughs> He's like, ah, he scurries away yeah. like a legitimate creature. He's like, ah, mumbling to himself. He, it's fucking insane. In my bodysuit. <laughs> but yeah, but the one thing I want to point out, and it's completely a stupid thing, and I don't know why I noticed it, but the team of the team of at least Wolverine, Cyclops and Storm love to just walk around and have a, a a tea and and maybe a soda pop in in Wolverine's case but like every time Cyclops and and storm like were they when they when they were talking to Xavier early on in the show about like oh that was a hard battle they were like just drinking some tea and like walking <laughs> around with it like what are they doing and then when they come back when they come back from the battle, with Magneto, where they're all almost murdered, basically, they like the first thing they do is they like come in and they like hit some fucking curing-looking machine-looking thing, and they get and they each get a cup of tea. It looks like really, and they're like, and at one point, Saga, they're like, mm, "That's good." It's like, what the f-? is this like <laughs> rejuvenating tea or something?
0: Like, what is going on here? It's a sensu bean from Dragon Ball Z. Like, you're just Jesus healed- Christ. I also loved how we just saw the X Men go through some real shit. They went through a big battle in the chemical plant, put Wolverines on one in bandages, laid out. <laughs> he can fucking like... heal. <laughs> what is going on? They oh. even reference it in the episode. That I they know.
1: <laughs> anyway, it's it's all over the place. but
0: It is, but it was fun. It was fun, head?
1: man. Five X's. I, I, I give I, it. <laughs> no, no, don't. We have to keep, we've given all five X's. Of...
0: All right, yeah, X alright. Five I give it five X's. But if I wasn't giving it an X, I would give it five <laughs> Holocaust
1: flashbacks. Jesus. No, but that makes it bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that uh, was, was so horrible.
0: Magneto Holocaust.
1: <laughs> god, that was so horrible.
0: Oh god. That, that that's the way end the episode um so next week guys we'll be definitely talking about x-men annual number one uh issue 10 of x-men red and then we'll see what else i'm still catching up on x on um spider-man so we'll see if we're I gonna co-
1: to, yeah i'm i'm like catching up on spider-man literally from when they renumbered and i'm on i think number five now
0: oh, okay yeah um so we'll see if we're gonna cover dark web we're not sure yet but we cannot wait for sins of sinister that's gonna be interesting that's for gonna sure. be dope
1: And I think we need to. I think we need to start doing two of these. We can go through them faster of these of these episodes. Because isn't it this year that the new one comes out? Yes. Yeah. So like, I'd like let's try to blow through this shit. So well,
0: dude. All right. Yeah. Maybe maybe some episodes are just purely animated series. When we get to Dark Phoenix Saga, we'll have a special. Because I know those are all numbered as like part one, part two, part three. One
1: hundred percent. Those are just by the. We can't like I like those are too important to my childhood for us to even try to not touch an hour on just one of those episodes
0: yeah all right guys thanks for listening uh josh where can they find you
1: i think i'm still on twitter i'm not 100 sure i don't go there very often i'm sorry um <laughs> you can but i'm there at Xbrarian. it's a uh, librarian with an x
0: and you what can about? find me on twitter at madman 3005 i still use it begrudgingly like a lot of people because every time twitter's about to die and people find a new thing they realize that new thing also sucks and they go back to Twitter.
1: I mean, right now, I'm primarily sorry, X Men fans, but right now, I'm primarily using my Twitter to just 100% interact with Jaguars making the playoffs. Uh, the Jaguars <laughs> Twitter is going off right now. We're out of control. Uh, if it's a good time to be a Jaguars fan, um, I will be on the edge of my seat this upcoming Saturday night if anybody wants to know where to find me. <laughs>
0: I mainly use it for Star Wars and pro wrestling related things. So that's always fun. I, that um, I mean, life would just be better if we all actually joined the Jeremy Renner app when he started it instead of not using it.
1: And now so, look at where he was. Now he's fighting for his life because we couldn't give his app a chance.
0: Yeah, he had to go in front of a snowplow and it almost killed him and like apparently destroyed his
1: leg. That's crazy. That's crazy shit.
0: It's wild, man. Uh, Hawkeye is hopefully doing good, and I hope he like survives properly and can still like live a normal life. So yeah, um,
1: you know, <laughs> big ups to to Hawkeye.
0: Yeah, man. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Please tell your friends about us if you have any like us. We have tons of friends, so many. And <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, you're looking at my friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So don't forget, like, subscribe, give us star ratings, tell every single person, like grab a person on the street and be like, oh my god, there's a podcast.
1: Don't grab, just just Shake. shout it in their general direction. But don't don't touch. That's against the law.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it's way creepier if you like just hover your hands around their shoulders and then just yell like, listen to this podcast, you know.
1: I don't if you want to. We're not telling you you have to.
0: Oh no, yes, we're not telling you you have to. But if you do, do it like if, that and record. If it. you do,
1: we are also not—we are not liable for any legal bills that you
0: make. A hundred percent, we're not. We
1: will not help
0: you in any situation. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you X.